My name is Dulce Valencia and welcome to Telenovelas con Dulce, a podcast where every week I invite special guests to break down the telenovelas we love. From the music to the cast to the unforgettable plot twist, every slap, every imbecile, every secret twin. I have got you covered. Bienvenidos and welcome to Telenovelas con Dulce. My name is Dulce Valencia. I am your host. And welcome to the podcast where I watch telenovelas and talk to you all about them. Thank you so much for joining me for another week. In this episode, we're going to continue our recap of the 1998 telenovela La Usurpadora. In this episode, we're going to be talking about episodes 33 to 43. Y'all already know that I did not watch as much as I said I was going to watch, but that's okay. That's okay. Actually, y'all, I recently got a job, another job, uh, over the weekend just waitressing, and it's been a lot of fun, but that also means that it's been taking up a lot of my time, and I don't have as much time to watch telenovelas, but you know what? Telenovelas are my life. I am here. We are here. And we're going to continue our recap, even if it's a little slower. So yeah, that's a long-winded way of saying we're going to recap episodes 33 to 43. Let's get started. Last we left off, Paulina was approached by Apuela Piedad, who had come to tell Paulina the chisme that everyone knows that she's not the real Paola and that everyone knows that she's La Usurpadora. So we pick up episode 33 right where we left off and we have this really lovely scene between Abuela Piedad and Paulina because up until this point, it's been a year of Paulina pretending to be Paola. Literally no one knows who she is. She's had to pretend to be a completely different person, an evil person that she isn't. And she's really lost a lot of her identity as Paulina, like she is Paola. And so we get this really sweet scene of Abuela Piedad talking to her and telling her, I've known you're not the real Paola this whole time. And I kept the secret because I wanted to keep you around and I knew that you were what my family needed and then so she has a moment where I think she taught she like straight up tells Paulina I know you're la usurpadora and then Paulina says Paulina Paulina Martinez my name is Paulina Martinez and it's the first time in a year where she's had to say her name and she's able to own her identity and just I really like this really sweet moment between them also y'all I've been really horrible at telling you all about the actors who play these characters so I'm just gonna tell you all a little bit about the actor who plays Abuela Piedad because I found myself in a rabbit hole of her life and just really admiring her career as an actor So, Abuela Piedad was played by Libertad Lamarque. Libertad was one of the last actors from the Mexican Golden Age of Cinema, so she was an icon. She was born in 1908 and died December 12th of 2000, so she lived a really long and really beautiful life, although she did have a lot of hardships, a lot of mental health issues, but she was named or nicknamed La Novia de America, the Bride of America, and she did a bunch of films. She was Mexican-Argentine, so she did a lot of films in Argentina and a lot of films in Mexico, and she had this really lovely and long and illustrious career. She was also a very accomplished singer and had a really long career as a singer, 
And La Usurpadora was the second to last telenovela she did before she passed away. She did pass away in 2000, which was only two years after filming La Usurpadora. And at that time, she was playing another very beloved role in a different telenovela, playing another beloved role, the mother superior, also, by the way, named Piedad, in the telenovela Carita de Ángel, which was released in 2000. It also features this other actor who appears in La Usurpadora. So, yeah, there's a lot of cross-connections. But Libertad was a really accomplished and iconic actor, and she brings it all in her character as Abuela Piedad. And just the scene between her and Gabby Spanik as Paulina was just a highlight for me. And I feel like I haven't been putting enough respect in her name. So I just wanted to give you all a little bit of background with Libertad Lamarque. Y'all should look her up. I will uh, link in the show notes her Wikipedia page. I found a lot of fascinating stuff about her. But yeah. Check her out. Anyway, after this whole encounter between Abuela Piedad and Paulina happens, Paulina realizes that she needs to get out because at this point, the year's almost up. She knows Paola's going to come back and she knows that Paola could say anything. And since the brachos know that Paulina is la usurpadora, they could also put her in prison. And so she she decides to leave. And before she leaves, she has a lot of tender moments with the people she cares about. She, you know, she plays with Carlitos, who's trying to paint a portrait of her. And she's just, you know, she's having a really hard time saying goodbye because she's grown to love, obviously, Carlos Daniel. She's grown to love Abuela Piedad. And she loves Lisette and especially Carlitos because Carlitos has become really attached to her. So then she decides to leave in the middle of the night. But right before she leaves, she talks to Lalita, her maid. And she tells Lalita, I need you to do something for me. And Lalita's like, okay. And Paulina decides to give her Paola's diary. And so she gives her Paola's diary and says, I am going to go on a trip. It's going to last a long time, maybe. I don't know if I'm ever going to come back. But just know that two days after I'm gone, I need you to give this diary to Carlos Daniel. And in that diary, y'all, is all of Paola's brachos maldades. Like everything bad she's done, every bad thought she's thought about the kids or that family is written in that diary. And so this is Paulina, again, taking autonomy for herself and really cementing herself and standing her ground. And she knows, you know, that she can't really go head to head with Paola because Paola has a lot of control over her. But this is her little way of being like, this woman was evil to me, made me do all these things, made me do something I would never do, made me commit a crime. And so this is a way that I'm going to pay her back and get back at her a little bit. And Paulina is not an evil person. So she's also doing this in a way to open the eyes to the Bracho family and let them know that the woman that they idolized for so long well, really, Carlos Daniel was the only one who idolized Paola, is really an evil person. So she gives a diary to Lalita and then leaves. And y'all, let me just say something about Paola Bracho's diary. Because we get a close-up of the diary, and it's this beautiful little journal that has her initials engraved. It has a P and a B, and just, I found that so iconic of Paola Bracho. She's evil, but we can't say that that woman does not have style. So yeah. So Paola leaves, or sorry, Paulina leaves in the middle of the night 
And in the morning, Lalita goes and she sees that she's gone. And she's like, well, I guess she really did leave. And so she tells the adults of the Bracho family that she has left. And that's when everyone tells her that, yeah, she wasn't the real Paola. And Lalita's like, yeah, duh, I know this. Because Lalita has really been like a chismosa this whole time. She's always around the corner listening in on conversations and being the eyes and ears of Paola. So she knew what was going on. And she's like, yeah, I know. And then she tells Carlos Daniel that Paola left her diary or Paulina left Paola's diary before leaving and instructed her to give it to him in two days and asked him, do you want me to give it to you right now? And Carlos Daniel is like, yeah, just give it to me right now. So she does. And then Carlos Daniel reads the first page and then he can't bring himself to read the rest. So he reads the first page in which Paola is just being like, today my life is going to change because today I'm going to marry Carlos Daniel Bracho, a wealthy man who I have him wrapped around my finger. And that's as far as he gets. And then he stops reading which gives Estefania time to go get the diary because in that diary is also information about Paola's affair with Willy. And so Estefania knows that that would tear her brother apart. So she steals the diary and steals all the pages documenting the affair between Willie and Paola before putting the diary back. So everything is uh, amok. I don't know if that's the correct word. I watch a lot of The Office, and sometimes one of the funny things about The Office is that they mispronounce a lot of words. And because I watch it so much, I forget what the correct pronunciation of words are. But everything is running amok, I believe, in the Bracho home. And they're lying to the kids, so they're not telling Carlitos or Lisette that Paola has left. And so they're trying to keep them in the dark, just being like, oh, mommy went away on a trip. You know how she does that a lot. Uh, but she's going to be back. And their plan is they're not going to tell them the truth and then just take them to an orphan, not an orphanage, but like a boarding school and have them be raised by the servants, which is a horrible plan. But, you know, that's 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 their plan because... Watching this novella, all I know is that the Brachos never have the best plans. And we're going to see this as we go along in these episodes. So yeah, so the kids are not to be told the truth. But then Lalita and the chauffeur are chismeando. And while they're talking, Lalita makes a comment about how she doesn't think that Paola is going to return ever. And how she's gone. And this whole stuff. And basically starts to monologue everything that's going on with Paola. And Carlitos is just hanging around by the stairs drawing. So he realizes that his mom is gone for good. And so then that night, Carlitos decides to break his little piggy bank and grab his little money and he runs away. And so he runs away in search of Paulina and he leaves a note saying, I'm gone. I've gone away searching for my mom. And so the next morning, everyone finds a note and they all panic but they don't panic enough, y'all. Like, they're, they're, they're like, oh, maybe he's just hiding in the house. Like, you know, he, he has a cast on his leg, so there's no way he could have gotten far. So they look for him, but it's not the best search efforts. And Carlitos actually gets pretty far because he takes the bus to the outskirts of town. And as he's like walking along this dirt road, he accidentally, not accidentally. He he sees this incoming car and he swerves and Carlitos kind of falls back and he falls down this little 
not cliff, but like a little hill, and he hits his head. And there's something y'all should know about telenovelas, especially telenovelas during this time period. If a character hits their head, they are going to lose their memory. And sure enough, Carlitos does not know who he is, does not know what he was doing, and while he's lying on that dirt road crying, he is discovered by these two women, these elderly women sisters, Chavela and Zenobia, and they they find him, and Chavela immediately takes a, takes a cariño for him. She takes a liking to him, and he calls her abuela, and so she's like, oh, you know, like, let me help you. So she takes him home. And while this is happening, everyone back home is not that worried because their whole thing is that Paulina probably took Carlitos and is probably holding him hostage to try to get some money out of them. Which, again, like, where their minds, sometimes, sometimes the Bracho family frustrates me because they're so dumb. But... That's their whole thing. They're not going to look for Carlitos publicly because they know that Paulina has him. And it's only a matter of time before she calls asking for money. But obviously, Paulina doesn't have him, so she doesn't call. But guess who does call? The real Paola Bracho. So Paola calls because, you know, the year is up and she's planning her return to Mexico. But she's kind of taking things slow and just going with the flow. Still hanging out in Acapulco with Alessandro. So she calls in to check in on how everything's going. And Lalita answers and she immediately recognizes Paola's voice and is like, yes, that is the voice of the Paola I know. But Paola's just like, oh, may I speak with Paola Bracho? And Lalita's like, no, she's not here. She went on a trip. And Paola gets pissed because this was not part of the deal. So she starts to get upset because she's like, oh my God, did she just steal all my money and leave? And so she goes to the P.O. box that she has where La Usurpadora was supposed to send her letters to update her on everything that was happening. And she has some letters from her and she reads them and she realizes that she left on a trip and she's like, oh, so she just left, right? So then she realizes that she has to make her way back to Mexico. So she does and she leaves Alessandro in Acapulco and tells him, you know what, like it's been a lot of fun, but I have to head back home. But don't worry, I am going to come back because you treated me so well. And so she leaves Acapulco and returns to Mexico. And y'all, this is what I've been waiting for. Because throughout this whole time, we've only heard about the Paola Bracho and how she was with the Bracho family. We've actually never seen her interact with the Bracho family. And I've been waiting to see her just interact with them. We've also haven't had that much Paola screen time because, you know, she was off running around with a billionaire, Alessandro, and then she was sick in a hospital fighting for her life for half the time. So we really haven't seen a lot of like the iconic Paola Bracho. But then she returns and her interactions with the Brachos are just 
so fun and so juicy. And I loved any scene where Paola Bracho had to interact with the people around her. And also her outfits are on point. All that style. It's really back right now since the 90s are so in. And just I love every single outfit Paola Bracho was wearing. And she was just so beautiful. But yeah, she returns and immediately begins to wreak havoc. And everyone's going on with, oh yeah, she's back from her trip. Like no one's no one's telling her that they know what she did and that they know that she planted an usurpadora in her place. And part of the reason they're not telling her is because they're still holding on to hope that Paulina has Carlitos and they don't know if Paola is working together with her or not. And so when Paola returns, she also has to grapple with all the stuff Paulina did. And we all know that Paulina was basically being like Mother Teresa and helping everyone and fixing everything and all things that Paola would never have done. So she finds out that Paulina broke up with Donato, the painter. She finds out that Paulina like broke up with Willy. She finds out that Paulina started started working at the factory and that she she cured abuela piedad's alcoholism and that she also like now works daily at the factory which paola was never one to work so she's just like girl what did she do like these are all things i would never have done but obviously she has to go along with this so that she's not discovered but then we get this really great reversal of Paola essentially being how Paulina was in the first few episodes when she was at the Bracho family with her having to grapple with all the actions of Paola. So I really love this like little reversal where Paola just had to play along with everything Paulina did. And so everyone is just... I don't know. Like, I don't know how to describe how they are with her. Like, they're very antagonistic, but they're also very guarded because they don't want to raise sospechas that they know. But also at this point, Carlos Daniel completely hates Paola and he's over her and he's like leaning more on Veronica, his assistant, his secretary. And he's also at the same time trying to reason his feelings for Paulina and see if he even had feelings for her. And so all of this is happening and we finally get to see what Paulina is doing. So after leaving the Bracho family, she literally just left with the clothes she was wearing and a tiny bag with just a couple of shirts and dresses. And so she's shopping at a supermarket. She is currently staying at a hotel while she finds employment And at the supermarket, she runs into an old friend of hers that worked with her at the ladies' restroom in the club in Cancun. And she runs into her and she's extremely happy to see her. And the friend invites her to stay and live where she's currently living at, which is a really tiny apartment. She basically is renting out a room out of this uh, vecindad. And Paulina is able to stay with her and they start talking and Paulina starts telling her about what her life has been. And she has this line, this classic line that a lot of telenovelas have where she's like, mi vida ha sido una telenovela, which translates to my life has been a telenovela. And I love it. I love it when telenovelas do this because, duh, it is a telenovela. And so she starts telling her about everything that's been going on. And her friend is like, girl, well, you look 
all nice and stuff, so you should come work with me because Paulina's having a really hard time getting a job. And Paulina is like, well, what do you do? And she tells her, oh, I work at a nightclub. And Paulina is immediately mortified and she's like, I can't do that. I'm not that type of person and da 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 And we get a lot of like this very, very old school way of thinking where it's like women who work in those jobs are not women to be respected which you know mm, problematic don't like that but it's it's what was normal in those times and so paulina decides that she's gonna give it another shot and trying to find a job and so she finds this newspaper clipping that seeks a helper for a an elder woman. And so she reads the ad in the newspaper and she goes and interviews for the job. And the job is working for this very wealthy woman who has, uh, she's an older woman, but not super old. I would say she's probably like in her 50s. And she has a mother who has all these illnesses and is just a handful and someone that needs to be watched a lot. Uh, they, they do say the disease a woman has, but it, I looked up the symptoms and it feels more like she is showing signs of dementia or Alzheimer's, but they call it something different. So Paulina gets a job working there and she she's really good with older ladies is something that, you know, we know about our girl Paulina. And so she immediately takes a liking to this woman and is like, I'm going to help you. We're going to get you the treatment you deserve and you need to get better. And so Lourdes, that's the name of the wealthy woman, is really happy with Paulina's work. And she's like, and then she alludes to having this husband. But the husband is never around because he's always off gambling. And y'all, as soon, as soon, as soon as Lourdes' character was introduced and Paulina started working for them, like this triggered my memory and I knew that the husband was gonna be Osvaldo. And now, listener, if you're listening, if this is your first episode listening, you may not know who Osvaldo is. And if it's not your first episode listening, you may not remember who Osvaldo is. But Osvaldo was Paulina's boyfriend back in Cancun, who abandoned her when her mom died to go off with a woman who was living in Mexico City. And sure enough, that is a husband, and he's a complete hot mess and he is horrible and just yeah he's gambling away Lourdes's money and he alludes a lot to the fact that that she knows that the only reason that he got married with her was for her money and she knows that he truly loved the girlfriend he left behind in Cancun and he always is like oh you know you bought a husband so what did you expect and so Lourdes is very much disrespected by her husband Osvaldo and her mom hates seeing this and that is why she like she she is ill but she's feigning the extent of her illness and so she tells Paulina in confidence that she just hates seeing her daughter waste away her life like this and just not have any dignity within her and that that's the reason she pretends to be more sick. That way her daughter will leave her alone and she'll like live in this bubble in her room. And so Paulina, you know, Paulina realizes how horrible Osvaldo is and how shitty of a human being he is. And she tells him off and she's like, you abandoned me. You left me and I cried for you and I loved you. And now I look at you and I don't feel anything. I just feel sorry for how you are and the person you are. And she tells him 
off. And I love seeing the side of Paulina where she stands her ground again. And she still is Paulina and she's still the sweet and 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 wonderful person she is but she's also not being a pushover anymore and she's telling people like straight up you hurt me and this is Osvaldo and he hurt her and so so yeah so she tells him off but she still decides to stay here because she needs a job and she genuinely enjoys being around the older woman she finds her place there and so while Paulina is working at this job the Bracho family is growing more and more desperate because they still have no news of Carlitos. And Carlos Daniel gets to the point where he's like, you know what, I'm going to put an ad in the newspapers. And so he decides to put an ad into the newspaper asking people for information on where Carlitos Bracho might be. Meanwhile, Carlitos Bracho doesn't even remember that he's Carlitos Bracho. So he's hanging around with Chavela, who really, as I mentioned, really takes a liking to him and starts starts to really love the little kid and see him as her grandson, which she never had. And she introduces him to her friend Mujarras, who is this um, this neighbor of hers who has all these stories. And he is played by this actor named René Muñoz, who was this iconic Mexican telenovela actor. Uh, well, he, he acted in Mexican telenovelas, but he was originally from Cuba. And he's just one of the more iconic... I know I say iconic a lot, but he was really one of the better telenovela actors, just someone who had a really long and illustrious career. But he was also a very well-known and respected and successful writer. And he wrote a bunch of famous telenovelas that you probably all have heard of. Some of them include Abrázame Muy Fuerte, which was another telenovela with Fernando Colunga. And he also wrote Primer Amor a Mil Por Hora. He helped write Quinceañera. He helped write Que Te Perdone Dios. He was, yeah, he was, may he rest in peace as well. He was an icon of Mexican telenovelas. And I will also be linking his Wikipedia page on the show notes so y'all can learn more about him. But yeah, I just love seeing him pop up in this telenovela. And so him and Chavela are taking care of Carlitos and taking him under his wing. And him in particular is telling Chavela, you have to return him. You have to find who his parents are. They're probably out there looking for him. And Chavela is like, well, no one's like reclaimed him. And Mojarras is just like, well, if you keep him any longer, the police are going to find out and you could go to jail. And so Chavela starts to get really worried, but she's also like living in a state of denial where she doesn't want to even look for his real family because she doesn't want Carlitos to be taken away from her. And so while this is happening, the ad that Carlos Daniel put on the paper comes out and then they go to Chavela and are like, they're looking for a kid. This could be the kid you found. And then Chavela is like living in denial again. And she's like, no, 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 that can't be him. They don't even have a picture of him. But then the next newspaper comes in and it has a picture. And sure enough, it's Carlitos. So she's she's grappling with, I have to return him. And she doesn't want to because she's grown to love him. And so while this is happening, someone else sees the ad looking for Carlitos, and that person is Paulina. So she grows really worried, and she calls Carlos Daniel. 
And this is the first time she's called the Bracho family since she left. And she tells them it's Paulina, it's La Usurpadora, and I'm calling because I'm worried because Carlitos is missing. And they're all like, we know you have them. We know you have him. Give him back. We're not going to press charges. Is it money you want? Like, we'll work out a deal. And Paulina's like, no, that's not it. Like, I don't have him. And if I did, I wish I did. But I don't. And I want to come back to help find him. But I can't because the real Paola is there. And so Rodrigo and Carlos Daniel believe her. And they're like, oh, shit. So... Carlitos really isn't with her. And that's where I'm like, y'all really fucked up because y'all spent so much time not doing anything because you had it in your heads that Paulina had him. And so you let all these days pass without searching for your son. Like how? How? I don't even have kids, but even with my little sister, if she would come home late, like I would not be able to sleep just knowing that she was out there. Maybe that's maybe that's just like a Mexican thing, because I know even my mom, like she can't sleep if her kids are out and she doesn't know where they are. So I don't know if that's like a cultural thing. Y'all let me know. Let me know. Anyway, so then Paulina is like, I have to go back to the Bracho family. And she has this idea planted in her head that she needs to go back. And while this is happening, Paola has gotten to know Douglas Maldonado, the millionaire that Paulina met and was able to secure a $2 million loan to help save the Bracho factory. And Paola, when she finds out that Paulina knew him, is like, ooh, how small the world is. Because I don't know if y'all remember, but I told you all how the whole reason that Douglas Maldonado helped Paulina was because she looked like someone from his past named Noelia. Y'all, it turns out that Paola, before she was Paola Bracho, ran around with Douglas Maldonado and called herself Noelia. So when she finds out that Paulina was in contact with Douglas Maldonado, she decides to pay him a visit. And in this visit, she decides to seduce him and Douglas Maldonado does not need a lot of seduction to be done because he's already head over heels for her he already wants to run away with her and immediately when he sees Paola he's like oh no 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 no! this isn't the Paola I met a few months ago this is the real Paola this is the one that looks even more like Noelia from my past so he starts to realize that there are two Paolas and one of them could be the Noelia from his past. But he's also super infatuated with her, so he doesn't reveal that he knows, and he just plays along with it because he's really, like, into her, and he still wants to run away with her. And at this point, Paola is just really frustrated with Carlos Daniel because she knows that Carlos Daniel is into his secretary and doesn't love her anymore, and she is looking for an excuse to leave and also a way to hurt him. So she decides that she's going to run away with Douglas Maldonado. And so the day she decides to run off with Douglas Maldonado is the same day Paulina gets the guts to quit her job and return to the Bracho family, but this time return as Paulina and confront Paola about what she made her do and then go find Carlitos. So Paola leaves, but she tells everyone that she's just off to the hair salon to get her hair done. And when she leaves, she tells Lalita that she's going away and that she's running away. So she leaves, but then Paulina walks in and her hair is up. 
And then Lalita looks at her and is like, oh, senora, like you returned. I thought you were leaving. And Paulina plays along with it and is like, oh, no, I changed my mind. And this time, Paulina is actually acting like Paola. And Lalita is like, oh, okay, well, you know, just remember, if you do leave, take me with you. So Paulina realizes Paola has left again, and she takes this as an opportunity to stay in the Braggio home, again pretending to be Paola, but this time only long enough so that she can help them find Carlitos. And that is how La Usurpadora returns to the Braggio family. And so that night, she she starts to... You know, she's doing a much better job at pretending to be Paola. Like, no one can tell except for Abuela Piedad. So Paulina goes to Abuela Piedad's room as Paola. And just by her saying, hola, Abuela Piedad, Abuela Piedad looks at her and sees that Paulina has returned. And so she gets really happy, but she tells Paulina that she can't tell anyone that she's back because if they find out, they're going to call the police and they're going to get her arrested. So Paulina is now pretending to be Paola again and the next day when she goes to the fabrica she is determined to do her job but also to find Carlitos and this is around the time that Chavela is grappling with I have to take Carlitos back or or what can I do and her sister who never really liked Carlitos and one of the neighbors decides that they're going to call the Bracho family and try to get money out of them in exchange for Carlitos, which is something that Chavela does not want to do because she genuinely loves him. And she's like, I'm going to return him. I just need to, you know, process everything. But her sister calls them and she originally tries talking to Carlos Daniel, but Carlos Daniel ignores her. He ignores her like three times until she finally gets through to Abuela Piedad, and they're able to tell her that they know that Carlitos has a cast in his leg, which is a detail that wasn't published in a newspaper. So Abuela Piedad now knows that they know where Carlitos is. So she tells Paulina to call Carlos Daniel and tell him. And that is how episode 43 ends, with Paulina calling Carlos Daniel and telling him, We found Carlitos. And that is it for this episode. Y'all, I really like these last few episodes were just a roller coaster of things happening with things changing left and right and then going back to the way they were. I'm really sad to see Paola gone from the Bracho family because, like I said, my favorite scenes involved her interacting with the Bracho family. They were just golden, and Paola Bracho is such an amazing villain. But I'm also glad that Paulina is back at the Bracho family and that she's and that she's growing a backbone and she's not letting herself be pushed around by people anymore and that she's really standing her ground. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to one, Carlitos being back home and two, Carlos Daniel falling in love with Paulina. Anyway, I hope you all enjoyed this episode and I will see you all again next week. Bye, everyone.